Welcome to Power Up, the podcast that uncovers the unique challenges women leaders face today. Join your hosts, Nat and Kristen, as we dive into the tough topics and provide actionable insights you can apply right now. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Okay, so we've been meaning to talk about this for a while now, but I I think it really triggered this week when I was doing some exercise with my girlfriend and we're both puffing and panting and feeling absolutely weak. And I said, Kristen, let's actually get onto this period hacking topic because it's starting, the more I notice it, the more I realize how much it actually does impact my life. Well, and billions of other women. Billions of other women. But it is funny because it's something that we, so we're talking about period hacking today, cycle syncing, biohacking, there's a whole bunch of names for it. Funnily enough, when we started looking into it a couple of days ago, seriously, and doing some research, the menstrual cycle is one of the least researched parts of humans, which probably shouldn't surprise us, but no. it does. No, I know. It's like, add it to the list of yet something else that is overlooked. We we already know we've been overlooked in product development for, for decades, actually probably a century now, right from the development of a car to phones to, oh gosh, even services. Um, uh, yeah, we even talked about kind of Uber back in an earlier podcast and and safety concerns when that first launched for women. I mean, who would who would have anticipated we have uh, distinct needs? But it, it's not only that, but we know that in the medical profession, women are overlooked. We're often our symptoms are ignored. In fact, I've been watching all the rise of this ADHD and that women at in their 40s and 50s now are only being diagnosed because their symptoms weren't similar to what you're typical when you think ADHD, you think wiggly boy, don't you? And mm-hmm. so women, they can uh, struggle with focus, they can struggle with task completion. And so that would be chalked up to a whole host of things other than ADHD. So only now are they being diagnosed. And so overlooked in the medical profession, this is yet another example of something we experience for, I don't know, 30 plus years, right? And so yeah. or more. No, and I think we can't talk about building a woman's leadership platform without actually trying to destigmatize some of these conversations because, I mean, I don't know how long ago it sort of started to change, but my entire life growing up, they used that stupid blue fluid on any period mm. ad. Do you remember that? Mm. And then there was a big movement a couple of years ago. But there has been this real sense of women, A, our bodies are kind of gross and disgusting in this thing that, like I remember back in the day, what was it? Anything that bleeds for more than three days and doesn't die is a problem. It's just stuff like that that was just so childhood, mm-hmm. childish that we grew up with. The other thing is that we've always, to your point about testing and studies, we've always been treated as like smaller men like that's how science has looked at it but what I found the other day that really shocked me is actually the reason why women don't often participate in scientific studies to uh, as a start is that they recognize how powerful our menstrual cycles are Mm. and so they worry about our different stages of the month getting in the way of their results so there is a real recognition in science about how powerful these hormones are yet they're not studied very much we don't talk about them very much and the world is not built to cater for them yeah Well, so we are going to kick it off today. We've written two newsletters on the topic, one that's coming out tomorrow, one next week. And we're going to chat a little bit today about the four distinct stages, because for us, in order for us to biohack or period hack or optimize our lives around these cycles, first being menstruation, that is day one of your period and last three to seven days 
oh my gosh, anyone is lucky who gets the three, I get the seven. Follicular mm -hmm. phase starts when your period ends and that, that lasts seven to 10 days. Ovulation is the middle part of your cycle. Anyone who has tried to have children or have children, that is the optimal time, of course. And then the luteal phase is the 10 to 14 days right before menstruation. And so that's, um, again, we start to experience uh, different feelings due to hormones. So each stage brings its own superpowers. And we're going to chat about each stage today because then we'll know how to maximize, optimize for our best lives, both personal and in the workplace. And I think the key here is that, I mean, I, I think we both know, neither of us really loves getting our periods. I think we've both had some struggles. We'll talk about that a little bit, but there are some people who really struggle. Mm. And so just looking into some research, there was some Dutch research that just under 14% had taken time off from work during school or work or school during their period. And, and that was of like 30 something thousand women and three and a half percent that happened virtually every cycle. So we're not talking about small numbers when it comes to some of the really negative consequences. But one of the things that I, and which is makes it really tricky to have a conversation about this being a superpower. And we've been talking about it for the morning. But what I think is so interesting about it is that is because the world is built in a way that for consistency because male hormones are consistent every 24 hours they wake up in the morning testosterone push they're very active excited ready to go put in a day's work as their hormones ease at the end of the day they go into socializing and sleeping lovely lovely for them we're also expected to follow that same cycle which means things like work one week of the month really hectic and hardcore and then the next week chiller like we're just expected to be consistent which is i think why a lot of these things become a real struggle for us whereas we are more more of a roller coaster in a way so there is a good argument for just take to bed for two days of the month because you're going to have another two days that you're going to be twice as productive as someone else and mm. we just have to learn to balance that absolutely and we think about work and for some that is full-time sports and i think this is a really evident part of cycles and working through these four phases and when i think about growing up um, as an athlete that I, it just was something that was never even factored in, wasn't it? But a study found that elite female soccer slash football players, 87% of them perceived reduced power and increased fatigue during that menstruation, which makes sense. I all automatically, when I'm feeling a bit fatigued, I think, oh my gosh, I'm just losing so much iron or what's the deal here? Turns out all hormones, not necessarily related to blood loss, but these are these people's full-time jo full jobs and they're being paid to play. And so, I mean, that is, I don't know, I just think that's a really nice representation of how might you optimize for your work. And this is, I love that they did a study um, in this. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's hilarious as well, though, that I think even the studies that are done, the few studies that are done, mm. don't seem to um, discount women on contraceptive pills or anything. <laughs> so there's probably all sorts of muddying of the results. So they'll be taking the pill, which influences our hormones, and they're included in the yeah. study? <laughs> yeah. No so I think, what, I think the key point here is that this is a very underserved area, and mm. let's hope more and more conversations, which we are seeing, drives more of a push, because we do know we can try 
control 85% of the world's spending. So it does make sense to spend a bit of effort on figuring out what we might need. Yeah. And I think on that um, sports front, like I, it's just mind blown me the last few days because we experience it, like, mm. like you just said. There is a British Olympic athlete. She's a runner, Jessica Judd. She reckons her 3,000 metre time can vary by up to 15 seconds depending on the time of the month, which you and I, well, maybe not you, I would look at and go, okay, fine, whatever. But that's the difference between winning, coming completely last. So this is a huge impact. And it's so funny to me how little we talk about it, how little we know about it. I didn't even think about the four stages until the last couple of years. I only just thought about the, what is it, three to seven days a month that you actually get a period. I well, and ovulation. It. I think I have noticed some stuff during that period as well. Like I've over the stage of feeling yuck because I can mm. feel yuck during my period. And I have noticed that phase. And sure enough, there's kind of scientific backing um, to what exactly we experience. So, but yeah, I agree. I agree. So, we so before dig in. we kick into the four mm. stages, do we want to just in the interests of um, having more open conversations yeah. about this, do you want to share some of your experiences and I'll share yeah. mine because I think it's useful that we normalize having these conversations. Amazing. Well, first of all, I'd like to say I was a late bloomer. I was uh, doing lots and lots of training uh, in my life as a young person, which meant that I was very late in developing. In fact, I got remember being dumped in um, grade 10 because year 10 because I was flat. <laughs> <laughs> that kid really missed out. <laughs> yeah, actually, he did see me a few years later. And I think You're like, thought... you could have had all this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I do have an athletic body. But as a result, I was the last of my friends to get my period, not complaining. But as a result, for much of my life, even through having children, I had very regular periods. Um, I might have a day or two of cramping. They were bang on the right time. They were relatively predictable. And it's really only been in the last year I've noticed. And we were chatting last night, was this a sign of perimenopause? I don't know. I am 46 years old. And I've just noticed lately my periods are heavy. They're funny because they're not heavier in flow, but they f everything feels, feels heavier. heavier. It feels feels gross. Like you were like, we're rep you know, we don't want to be seen as gross or whatever. I feel gross because yeah. I really feel I get I find myself more irritable. Um, where in the past I could just take a couple ibuprofen and get on with life. This just feels disruptive. So I would say in the last definitely six to twelve months. It's become a real nuisance. So I'm I'm looking forward to digging into this. Yeah, and I think we can probably talk about menopause. Well, we've got a bunch to cover off that another day. Yes. Yeah, I, my experience has been really interesting because I think I was pretty, I was going to say normal, I was pretty unfazed. And then, but I went on the pill quite young, like uh, in my 20s. Yes. So it was only my late 30s, so almost 20 years in that I came off it. And I just experienced a very, you know, standard, felt like it wasn't a big deal in my life. And then everything turned to custard and I felt sick and actually threw up a couple of times during my period or before it, but it was none of the symptoms that I felt awful. It was like so many bad things happened and I couldn't get any consistency in those symptoms. So I ended up going to a specialist because I was really stressed out that I had endometriosis or something that this pill had been masking. And he kind of looked at me after hearing all these awful symptoms and went, you have PMS, which in mm. my head has always been like a joke, like, yes. oh, she's PMSing. And yes. he's like, no, so it is rude. a serious set of symptoms. Wow. And we flippantly talk about them. And the thing that really made me so angry at the time is firstly, no doctor had ever told me about how impactful the pill was on my body. And secondly, that I'd spent 20 years basically 
pushing down all the natural rhythms of my body, which yeah. is really, really awful. Now it's sort of coming right, but it took years. And yeah. every doctor was like, oh, it should come right after three months. That is such a, like, who knows? They probably haven't researched it. So, wow. yeah. So it was like, I think it, it's not nothing, right? What no. we go through. No, it's not. It's not. However, what this podcast is going to do is we're going to break down the cycles and just give some really practical tips of what we can do yeah, with a couple it. actions at the end. So shall I kick off menstruation? Because that's the one that for me is most prevalent and really noticeably changed Mm -hmm. in the last six to 12 months. So this is three for some, (laughs) seven for me, (laughs) starting on the first day of your period. Do you think all those dainty women with their oop, bloop? Do you know what's actually weird? I've just, and like to be really open, I notice a little bit of spotting like a week out. Oh uh, yeah, is, I'm a mess. Do you too? Oh, yeah, uh, okay. Kyla is like, uh, I probably shouldn't say, but the most consistent person in the world. She's like, do in, out. And I'm like, a oh, week out, so I'm like, is normal. it coming? Is it not? Is it coming? Is it not? What's happening? And she's like, what is wrong? Because when you? you first get that, you, of course it's like cancer. Like spotting <laughs> means cancer. But anyway, yeah. So, okay. So when really it's the first day of your period, some people will know it because they'll get cramps, um, Uh, naturally this is the first day that you start to menstruate just speaking hormones initially this is when your estrogen and progesterone are really low which means you're not producing as much serotonin and endorphins and anyone who knows those hormones they make us happy like (laughs) you know you're filled with endorphins and you're high and serotonin is happy and it's all your happy hormones are gone yeah they are (laughs) very depressed you are feeling what you're feeling like because of these these hormone fluctuations incredible right like it actually is mind-blowing but it's just like wiped out i know And I I don't know, I don't know if you can take a happy pill. So we're going to hack it in other ways. (laughs) I mean, not that I know of, but I'm, well, I guess that is the birth control pill, isn't it? They just keep it stable. I think it keeps it stable, but I don't know if that's a, yeah. So for the rest of us, this is the time during that week long, let's just call it week long period. (laughs) Kristen's fixated on the week. (laughs) Okay. I mean, for some longer, um, where you're, you're probably not going to go remembering the soccer players. You might not go for the big hikes. You might not go for those big marathon runs or sprinting sessions or swim sessions, easy exercise, restorative kind of yoga, stretching, walking, getting outside, um, maybe some light swims, but just, yeah, like this is the time where you can just Go with the flow. Ha, did you like what I did there? I did like that. Um, yeah. And so with respect to eating, you are losing blood. So absolutely, like think about iron, think about vitamin C um, and omega-3s. We all know some of those foods. So we're thinking. It's av- like a lot of fish and Yeah, like avocados and, and that's think yeah. brain food because yeah. you're going to be feeling depressed without that serotonin. So thinking brain food and um, things like really rich colored fruits and veggies. This is the time if you're going to go on a health this is the week right where you're just like I'm going to take care of myself with some light exercise and great food I love this because we had the word noted down restoration and I was just actually thinking this is almost the four seasons right menstruation is winter Mm. this is when you want to hunker down and restore and just look after yourself because it's all bleak outside except for I pack in the lasagna and maybe unhealthy food see, that's funny I used to think I did but it's actually the week before for me I get incredibly hungry the week before yes nachos bring it on um so so the same thing with work this is really interesting for me personally anyway i um and feel it feeling a bit more brittle i might have lower levels of patience i might have um feelings of angst or angst or anger at some um little tolerance for things and so recognizing over this week you're going to have little tolerance so this is where do you have 
uh, a, a really great solo project that you can crack into that you've been putting off some deep work block that out even if it's you know the worst day if you can block that out in advance in your calendar and be like deep focus time or many of you i know you've got over 20 days of holidays in the bank <laughs> book that time out now based on these days off. um you but yeah this, you should this, have to take yeah. sick leave not holiday leave. i know right <laughs> ridiculous but put on your headphones, try and clear as many meetings if possible. I know life gets in the way, but just recognize how you're feeling is even just powerful, isn't it? Yeah, and I think we'll get to at the end starting to track this, but I Mm. love that as a really easy win of just every week, that week of every month, just try remove all the big scary meetings and stuff because your next phase, the follicular stage, is seven to ten days and that starts right after your period ends so what i love about this is it's like almost the opposite so this is spring when everything's been thrown at it you've got high amounts of ostrogen coming into your body so you're going to feel from that really awful feeling of like brittleness i like that into motivated and energetic so this is like a really good time from the food front to enhance those good feelings like light foods corn oats all that good stuff i mean everything's always about the good stuff but protein to help restore your hormones because you've just had this real deficiency so the chicken salmon cashews eggs all that sort of stuff and you're probably going to feel a bit more intense when it comes to exercise which is always an exciting stage to Mm. be at if you're like me who always looks forward to the days that i'm excited about doing exercise so this is for the power walkers this is if you're listening to this and walking pick up your pace if you're in this stage because you're probably feeling yourself yeah. um maybe a bit of a light jog cycle or swim you're not at your peak yet you're just in spring but you're <laughs> feeling pretty good um this is the time to take all those meetings that you shouldn't have had last week and have them this week have your social events have your brainstorming sessions you also because of all these hormones flooding into your body you have increased mental clarity and creativity fantastic mm. like this is the what we mean about the superpower men's cycles are same same every 24 hours whereas this is where we are in a rocket ship so Mm. this is when we've got problem solving skills we can embrace complex tasks and dynamics so this is where we can start to engage with people who maybe sort of slightly difficult dynamics or intense people and really dive into some of this really cool stuff and all that stuff last week that irritated you that you sort of noted down and didn't complain about because you would have caused havoc this is the time to start in solution mode and go Mm. oh that really annoying thing i noticed last week how might we set it do something differently Mm. so this to me is a fabulous time and i'm excited about this one (laughs) book book all your brainstorming sessions and problem solving sessions yeah yeah Yeah. great Amazing. I'm excited about ovulation. Are you? You want more babies? <laughs> I don't want more babies. <laughs> but it is, I have noticed, if there was another point in my cycle, that I did notice this would be it, where I'm feeling great. So this is, you actually get a surge of testosterone during this phase and increased estrogen, which gives you highest energy levels of the month. Actually, as some studies have shown that we're most physically appealing during this stage, which kind of makes sense biologically if you're yeah. looking to mate 
animals, you know. Because like, everything wants you to have those babies. Have, them, <laughs> have those babies. I also um, like this because it's summer. If yeah, you're yeah, using yeah. the seasons. And I always feel my best skin in summer when I've got a light tan yeah. and I'm feeling like nice. Yeah. So yeah. like if you are looking to date, this is the time to set up your profile online if, if that's the stage of life you're in. you got um, three to four days to get those or dates. Go, <laughs> or go for a date with your partner. I mean, this is it. But schedule that in now. Mm. Don't worry about Valentine's Day. Schedule it in on your day of ovulation. Um, and look, what I I also love about this one is you are rocking and firing on all cylinders at work. I'll get to some food and care during this time as well, but I think if you are going in for negotiation, this is the time to do it. If you are scheduling a presentation or a talk, this is the time. If you have the flexibility to do so, 100% this is. Studies actually have shown that promotions happen more often in this period than any other period. Oh, Inter- that, uh, that was one thing I did find. So, so likable. You are oh so likable. We love being likable. In <laughs> fact, are expected to be. So go ovulation. Um, this is a great time to approach difficult conversations because you're feeling confident. You're feeling... Uh, sure of yourself and you have great communication skills those tough conversations schedule them now as well as for eating and exercise uh, great again you're probably going to do some high intensity stuff at this point so think about the fuel needed for those really high intensity if you want to go hike a mountain this would be the time or a marathon Um, so again (laughs) like grains veggies lentils all that the great fuel uh, that that you need uh, for energy and if you want to try something new like kickboxing or I do want to try what's the tennis thing that What's the oh, new paddle? Uh, um, paddle oh, not no, no, um, pickleball, pickleball, pickleball. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm going to figure out pickleball when that is. And I'm going to try that. Even though a lot yeah, of old like people it. do it. So maybe it's not considered high intensity. No, I think it is because of the thwick. <laughs> the <laughs> Yeah, great. So that's ovulation. Fun, yeah. fun. So you've got a couple of great days of yeah. the month. And I love this because I think even just seeing that has made me just really doubles down on that idea of consistency is not for us. Mm. Like those couple of days at the start, it's fine because you're going to more than make up for them as you go through these next stages. So the final stage is the luteal stage. I think that's how it's pronounced Mm. and that's 10 to 14 days. So it's quite a long stage and it's right before menstruation. I think I'm in the stage now because I've noticed a few of these symptoms. So at the start of the stage, you're basically coming off the real high. So you're still going to feel pretty good, but you're going to notice that your hormones drop from their peak. And so you will start to sort of fall into the slow slide or the quick slide to menstruation you're going to experience pms premenstrual syndrome Mm. here so that can include a lot of discomfort anger some depression anxiety as well as hunger and cravings which is one of my symptoms i just wake up when was it saturday i woke up and i was like nothing will stop the flow of the food to my mouth and it's not great food either oh no i just wanted to eat absolute junk food Mm. yeah and Mm. i but then i've just learned to because i am trying to do a bit more of this period hacking i just went like this is two days of the month like go with it yeah feeling it have have the food because you're gonna have other times where you are like living off fresh veggies and stuff yeah you are going to have low progesterone levels and so there is a charming combination that comes out of this which is you're going to feel tired um sudden tiredness as well so just out of the blue bit of tiredness Mm. and also you're going to have disturbed sleep which is really really great so one of the little extras here is magnesium so you can get it from things like spinach almonds milk dark chocolate or even my preference vitamin yeah, or, mm. or, or pop a pill. Mm. Um, and so, and then you can have some leafy greens and broccoli to help boost up those progesterone levels too. So 
that's actually to me quite a like solid tip is to mm-hmm. maybe go buy some magnesium to help with the sleep lots of water because you might feel a bit bloated and brain fog and all those other PMS system, uh, symptoms fish obviously always good with those fatty acids mm. and and we've got a note here sneak in some emotional eating because honestly go for it yeah because the stage is sort of slowly sliding down into a funk um you'll just keep a track of your exercise and just when you're feeling less energetic start with the lower intensity stuff mm. and same with work this is probably in some ways the worst time we think it's menstruation but it's actually this is where you're feeling that brain fog and fatigue and I think I noticed this remember when I did that talk and flunked it on stage yeah. back in Denver and just kept like I forgot my words about four times and then afterwards I was like I was in this stage I just had total brain fart yes. so um, the t- trick here is to work in concentrated bursts so no steering your laptop screen for eight hours Give yourself a two-hour deadline to get something done and then take a break and then do something else. So just try and really complete those shorter admin tasks. But like give yourself breaks between work this week and you will get more done than if you just try and sit there for the full work day. Yeah, I like the fact that this is the time to do the knock off the to-do list. That's quite interesting. I haven't experienced this phase you know, learning about these phases. I will now going forward. But pay that, attention, yeah. Yeah, but that week of menstruation for me is just killer at That's the moment. That's the one you're feeling. It's real killer. Yeah, it's funny because mm. I actually think this one is my painful one because yeah, we were at a Super like a... Bowl party yesterday at Kristen's yeah. house. It was just a bunch of us women hanging out, dancing, watching Super Bowl, having about 12 conversations at once. Mm-hmm. And you leaned over to me at one point being like, I can't keep track. And I was like, I'm just doing my own, I'm playing my own game because I'm got the brain fog. I'm like, I can't keep track. Like at this stage, I need to like, give me one thing to think about. Context switching becomes a lot harder. So I just have learned to go, don't try. Whereas like in other phases, I'm like, I am context switching like mad. This is not the time for it. So just, I just focus on what I need to focus on. So I I feel like that that helps a little bit with the tiredness too, because you're not... because I think sometimes the problem for us is we we judge ourselves and we go, well, I could do this last week. Why can't I do it this week? And we feel miserable and like we failed. But it's actually, for me, it's just such a relief to be like, it's not me, it's my body. What well, is me? But it's what it's meant to happen. Yeah, yeah. And no, I love that. And then the messier thing on top of this is what is perimenopause and that is is getting messy so i think we both have a personal interest in finding out oh my gosh we'll be going through it while with all y'all but the reason we did want to talk about this is because um, power suit is all about getting women together and talking about things we don't talk about one of the biggest observations and surprises we have when we do power sessions is that women often feel alone mm-hmm. which shocks us because as extroverts we're quite used to chatting <laughs> and dumping our problems on others and connecting with others but so many are navigating the workplace and their professional careers themselves all on their own and are just shocked when other women feel just like them. So the same thing with this, our hope is that we can start chatting about these things in the workplace. Thankfully, menopause chats are Mm. starting at the workplace. I hope this will be the next pillar to be discussed. Mm. However, if you don't want to chat about it with management yet, great place to chat about it with colleagues and and get a sense yeah. of your teammates and and how everyone's going through their month and just saying this is the phase I'm currently at you understand now what's happening with me here yeah I really like that I mean I think there's some cool workplaces that have the four like a different color for each stage so every woman can have it so oh, like you know that. how to interact but I think even if that's not an option for you you have control over some things mm. and that is how you manage your cal- calendar how you plan your day 
starting at we talk a lot about taking that 30 minutes on a Friday to plan your week if your next week is one of those tougher weeks where you're not feeling so social and energetic how do you plan out your week to make sure you're giving your body the rest it needs so that you're at your top performance in the weeks that you are going to be performing at your peak because those are, it's sort of what we talk about playing to your strengths. There is no point trying to wrangle 1% more productivity out of the weeks that you're feeling not so great. If you can use those times to get to the point that on your great weeks, you're getting 50% more productivity because you're rested, you've mm. looked after yourself, you're going to nail it. Yeah. And that was one of my big actions that I'll just jump to now because that's a great segue. <laughs> Thank you, Nat. Was if you're like me, the cycle is happening to you. And I think this is a great time to take back control. I signed up to an app called Flow. This is not, I'm not promoting them at all. Hashtag I'm sure no, Yeah, I'm not sure there's <laughs> I'm sure there's a number Hashtag of them. Hashtag open to spawn. <laughs> That is the one that my daughter happened to be using and I hopped onto it. It is free when you when you log the first day of your period, you can log symptoms. Naturally, you're just handing over all sorts of data, but it also gives you some value in return where it actually can track those cycles for you. Then you can go to your calendar and do some planning. So the action is consider signing up to one of these apps, start to log your cycle over the next month or two, and you'll start to get a sense of the phases that you're in, what's working and not working for you, and then you can take action with your calendar. And I think the only caveat to that, because I know there are certain countries in the world that have had some pretty big changes to abortion regulation, Ah. and that led to quite a uh, warning for women to not use those apps because that data could showcase some meta information that may indicate whether or not they were pregnant. Uh, easy hack to get around that and I think it's what Kyla does as well is just put in a note in your calendar just to sort of keep track of some of those things so that's a way potentially around it if you're in a country where it might not be as safe to have that um, data available I just want to raise one last thing and it is flexible work and I think it's outrageous that we're moving away from flexible work after COVID (laughs) and it's this big backlash and I get returned to office we're going to be grappling with some of these things and how do you build culture and are we remote and whatever we will be dealing with this fine no one's got it sorted out huge workplace movement it's going to take us a decade to figure it out however regressing from flexible work outrageous and that's (laughs) this just again underlines how we require that you know the times where we might why sit in a bum on seat at an office if we're incredibly unproductive whereas other times we might just be smashing it and need to be doing collaborative meetings i think it's insane i I mean, you got to get no disagreement here. Yeah, yeah. So that <laughs> I mean, it just, just goes to show that nine to five workday was designed well before we participated in yeah. offices. But at minimum, starting to chat about these things is really great. So we hope we've kind of broken the seal on that for some of you. Uh, hopefully you'll be nodding your head along with this. And if you are starting to track or you do have some hacks as it relates to your cycle, share with us hello at powersuit.com we love hearing from you subscribe to the newsletter keep an eye on linkedin instagram and listen into our podcast chat to you soon Bye. bye